I've been a hardcore oceanographer, as you well know. I was at Stony Brook a number of times, and um, I did the usual professional things. And then all of a sudden, my mom, she lived up the street, and all of a sudden, she pulled out a newspaper and said, what about all these Nike shoes washing up on the beach? Isn't that what you do? And I said, um, not exactly, Mom, but I'll, I'll look into it. Before you knew it, I had called Nike and learned that each Nike shoe had an individual serial number that was traceable to the place it went in the ocean, which is equivalent to 80,000 individual messages and bottles. And the cost for such a thing back in 1990 when this happened was about $5 per message in a bottle. Well, you can do the math. This is a big time experiment. And people actually accused me of, of setting it up. <laughs> How could you plan such an experiment? And I said, well, I didn't. It's just accidental science. About half of plastic floats and half sinks. So the other half that sinks is like the BP oil spill. We really don't know how much oil was spilled because a lot of it's down 500 meters, 2,000 feet. So we don't know what's down there. And the same thing with plastic, the stuff that's almost neutrally buoyant, is slowly sinking through the whole ocean. So the whole ocean is infected with plastic. Petroleum-based plastic doesn't biodegrade. It breaks up into small pieces, like grains of salt. But they don't dissolve. And when they get down to planktonic size, the food chain doesn't know whether it's a plankton or a piece of plastic. And up it goes through the food chain. And we don't know where it's going, but it's disappearing. And I think that the, all the fish, all the animals in the ocean are infected with plastic. And to me, that's a horrific thought. I had to address 300 high school seniors a few months ago, and I said, you know, my generation has made this mess. And it's like 20 messes. But I'm an optimist, and I prefer to be happy. So the good news is, you guys are looking for jobs. We've made lots of jobs for you. And get out there and do the green revolution because it's coming. And there'll be all kinds of jobs like build wind turbines, uh, for one. Uh, we got ocean thermal energy, we got wave energy, we got, I could probably list at least 20 different kinds of energy that aren't oil. I'm here at the, at the Aquarium of the Pacific because it's a key institution. There aren't that many keystone institutions in the country, this is one of them. For example, if you take a drift net, float. They look like banana floats. It took 50,000 of them to make one drift net. There were 800 drift nets going out every night in the Pacific. They were filtering the whole Pacific upper 100 meters every night. And all the large animals that I go out and look at out here were being filtered from the water. Fortunately, the United Nations banned them, but I still find those floats when people out there are poaching. If we don't keep a vigilance we are gonna lose all the animals you see here in the aquarium in the next generation. And if it isn't for you guys doing this, saying, well, treasure what you see here, because it may not be here much longer if these young kids that I see walking around, if they don't pick up the sword and start going forward, they aren't gonna have lions and tigers and elephants and sharks. That's a terrible thought. So. To me, uh, the positive news, there's, as Johnny Appleseed, we got to get her working. There's a lot of work to be done.